Tiger Wood is back, and some people are annoyed. They say Saudis is old is dirty. And that's why Serena Williams did not dominate. The, the, the tennis world have been us. She, what, she was I'm, just consistent. I, she was just consistent that there was no <laughs> there was no pure domination. <laughs> this is the best show in the whole wide world. I love these guys. I love the analysis. It's the best show in the whole wide world. My name is Sarah Adebo Alice. This is Total Sport. We're gonna give you be giving you a lot of things. We probably would not be able to talk about it, but we want your opinion sincerely, sincerely about the question. Catch is probably going to ask us um, later on the show. Um, hearing on a bad radio scope, of course, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and of course, you can watch our beautiful faces on YouTube. Although, now Ali is showing half his face, I'm going to allow you guys to introduce yourself. I'm going to start with I'm the new Oracle right now. I'm the new Oracle. I've taken, I've taken the throne temporarily from, from Kachi, of course, but I'm going to start with Oracle Kachi to introduce himself. Spot fires. Joel Embiid becomes the first international player to win the NBA scoring title, becoming also the first center since Shaquille O'Neal won it in the year 2000-2001. Amazing feat by the guy. Uh, really amazing also, considering that the championship, the NBA playoffs starts in the very... By the time we speak to you next week, we would have probably seen the first set of games in the first round of the NBA playoffs. Exciting times. Um... We talked about consistency and domination. All this you will get to hear about as we dissect the events of the week. Stay tuned for a cracking show. All right, perfect. Olaiga. Hi, guys. Long time no see. It's good to be back. Um, Javi has brought back his magic to Barcelona. They're winning matches and they're looking good for a good position at the end of the, the, the season. All right, perfect. Olaiga. Wolves away. Brighton at home. <laughs> Watford at home, Leeds on the road, Mans- uh, Newcastle at home, West Ham on the road, and Aston Villa on the final day. It would take it would take a collapse. Don't, don't let me say an all-time collapse for, by Man City for them not to retain the league title. All right, it was perfect. An weekend of football. All right, Welcome perfect. All right, perfect. And we see Guardiola potentially turning the Premier League to a Farmer League. Um, no. That, that's going to be four in five years. Alali, I know you disagree with me, but five in five, four in five years. Ah, God. Last time I checked, it was Ferguson that did that. Um, anyways, we'll jump straight into uh, the NBA world, where we have a couple of players um, showing themselves to be uh, the rookie of the year. I think last season, um, Catch me, correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong. Um, Lamelo Ball was the, the 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 rookie of the year. Now I see good guys that potentially they could be the next Jamoran that we're referring to in two three years down the line. And I have a great list ahead of me right now. I'm not going to mention everybody, uh, not because of bias, of course, but because <laughs> <laughs> but because not everybody's worth mentioning. I, I'm going to give you a rundown. Alali, I'm going to start with you. We have um Card Collin. Of um destroyed uh destroyed Pristine. We have um Evan Bobley of uh, Cleveland, uh Scotty Burns of, of 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 the Toronto Raptors, um, of course, uh Franz Wagner of Orlando, um Jalen Green of Austin, Josh Giddy of Oklahoma City Thunder, and of course um Ayodosumu of uh, Chicago Bulls. If you ask me, I- I'll probably go with Ayodosumu with what he has done uh in, in the course of the season. But Ali, I want to hear your thoughts. Eva Mobley for me. 
uh, from yeah, from from the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, from a team that probably became a laughing stock after LeBron James left. Mm -hmm. Since they drafted in, it has been um, uh, it's, it's been a different ball game. He's averaging fourteen point nine in terms of point this season. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers were eleven points above five hundred points. Uh, 11 games above 500 points before he got injured. Since it was the last time he played, the, the, the Cavaliers are one on four since his latest injury. So that shows you how important he has been to the team. For Kate Cunningham, he, uh, he's averaging 17.3 uh, points per uh, this season. He's averaging, I think, 5.5 assists. But the team's success will not really help him. Because the Detroit Pistons have been a laughing stock, in as much as he's been very good, that is he is not being able to influence, influence the success the of the team. For uh, Scotty Bounds, averaging fifteen point five uh, four points so far this season, is in the, into the playoffs. They are going to play the uh, Philadelphia Seventy Six side in the first strand. That's that that looks like a. Uh, Though it's not starting, but as of now, that's what it looks like. They might likely play the um, Philadelphia Seventy Six Sacks, and the team success have actually counted for him. But of course, the uh, Toronto Raptors were NBA champions some couple of years ago, and they still have some of those guys around. Ben right. Van Vliet is there. Okay, um, perfect. So for you, Olale, you said yours is Ivan Mobley. All right, perfect. Yeah. Um, Kachi, what about you? Are you going with Olaale as well? I definitely cannot go with Olaale here. I think for me, um, it's definitely Scotty Barnes of the Toronto Raptors. Uh, just wanted to correct Olaale. Right now, Barnes is averaging 18 points and 8.4 uh, rebounds per game. Um, even though, yes, to the earlier point of the season, he trailed Ivan Mobley without a doubt. But Scotty Barnes recently came, uh, was the first rookie to play all five positions and wow. during the course of a season. He, wow. talks, he started a game in all five positions this season. He wow. talks that gives good credit to his versatility. Mm -hmm. um, he helped the Raptors who missed the playoffs even though they were playing in, in Florida last year to come right back and everybody thought, oh, at best there will be a playing uh, caliber Same. team at yeah. the beginning of the season. Yeah, that's what we but they, they, they solidified the fourth seed um, and that is largely due to Scotty Barnes's uh, influence because Pascal Siakam really did start the season um, gone blazing. Piping hot, exactly, gone blazing. Neither did Fred, Fred Van Vliet. It took the stability of a young old head in Scotty Barnes. Uh, I think what gives him that slight edge, like uh, Olawale like did mention, is the fact that the Raptors make the playoffs. The Detroit Pistons are, don't, are not going to be in the playoffs this year. Um, I think that also rules out Kate Cunningham. I must give special mention to Ayodosumo because when the Chicago Bulls signed in, drafted him rather, they were not expecting him to make the kind of leap he has made this season. They expected him to be a roster player, at, at least at the very best roster player first season and then probably start seeing the lead in year two. But what an amazing season he's had. But for me, my short answer is Scotty Barnes. All right, perfect. Alaika. Yeah. Um, as well. <laughs> for me, for me, 
um, emotionally, I want to go to, for Scotty Barnes, but really, my, my Canadian my bias that, on this show. Hold on, hold on. My my head, Canadian bias. My head says Evan Mobley of the Mobley of the Cavaliers. You should take it. I mean, when you look at the statistics for this for this season so far, uh-huh. between November between November and January, he was averaging 15 points per game. You know, eight rebounds per game and uh, three um, assists for, per for game. a rookie. For a rookie, a twenty, a twenty-year-old um, rookie. I mean, in Cleveland, uh, in Cleveland, one, one key asset is seven-footer, and and he's also very mobile. You know, his transition from defense to attack is is is, is such is such a wonder to behold. And when you see him, um, when you see him moving and exchanging uh, passes, you know, you notice, you feel that chemistry between him and Darius Garland and. I just be, I believe that this 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 young chap he, he has a long career, a long successful career ahead of him. So my money is on him. My money is on I him. I want to say I want to say something. <laughs> okay. Evan Mobley has already won something this year. He should take it with him. They won the skills challenge during the All Star exactly. weekend. Oh, okay. Let him let him take that right now. <laughs> right now, yes, you can say it's very pleasure because since his absence, Allah only did allude to that. Since his absence. Uh, the Cavaliers tumbled down yeah. from a sure, sure fire playoff team to yeah. becoming the number eight team. That it talks about his how valued you he is. But okay. availability, availability is one major characteristics you must have and you must consider in in, in giving the rookie of the year. Scotty Barnes has been available for his team, not injury prone, and every time he has been called called upon to do something, he has stood up to the challenge. That is why right. I give it to Scotty. All right, perfect. Um, <laughs> Kashi, 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 you make I a very to, good... You make a good way with your closing arguments. For, 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 for some reason, if I loved you, I would have gone for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, perfect. Oh, and of course, the Cameroonian, uh, Joe Embiid, has won I'm going to call him a Cameroonian. I'm not apologetic about that. Um, as He's won, a Cameroonian now. Yeah, the um, title. Um, he has won the scoring title for, for, for the regular season. Finish um, just above, um, I believe, Yanis Adetokounmpo and, of course, um, 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 the king, LeBron, that missed a couple of uh, last few games because of the sprained ankle. Um, what mentioning, of course, is the fact that Ben Simmons could be back for the first round for the Brooklyn Nets ahead of... Um, are they going to be in play, ahead of the playing? I believe on yeah. the playoffs no. proper, proper, probably, as, probably what? Probably the playoff. I'm not sure the if playoff. I make up a play. The play, I don't yeah. think for, the, for the for first the round for the for the for the playoff, possibly for the Brooklyn Nets if he can get his act together and he feels. And we hope he's going to be fine uh, as time goes on for him to make um, the first round of the playoff, like Olali corrected me about that. And of course, final day of NBA, uh, the play-ins, the playoff. What, what are we thinking, um, Kachi? Let me start with you on this one. Uh, definitely looking forward to this. I guess what's on everyone's mind is where will the Brooklyn Nets ultimately fall to? <laughs> Um, um, after the playing dust settles, because um, we know that Miami Heat has clinched the Eastern Conference and yeah. they play the eight eight seed. Um, uh-huh. 
If the Brooklyn Nets are threatening their seventh seed, if they win their game, they automatically stay seven and will play the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't want to see that game in the first round. First I really round. don't want to see the Bucks versus the Nets in the first round because we will be losing a potential champion so early in this NBA Eastern Conference playoff. Mm -hmm. So for me, that yeah. really is the biggest question I want to, I would like answer. to see answered in the next couple of days. But what do I expect? I expect fireworks. Um, I've been surprised by a number of teams who made the Eastern Conference. Uh, special shout out to Chicago Bulls. I thought they were in a rebuilding phase, but yeah. not only did they not make the playoff, they made it without going through the playing. Uh -huh. um, but I also would like to see how the process in Philadelphia will culminate. Um, James Harden abandoned the project in Brooklyn simply because <laughs> their de facto leader, uh, 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 Kevin Durant, could not speak up and criticize Kyrie Irving. And I think that's one major problem the Brooklyn Nets have. The biggest voice in that room is not it's speaking Kyrie. up. That's, yeah, okay. No. The biggest voice should be Kevin Durant, but he's not using his voice. That's why the little brother Kyrie You are 100% Kyrie Irving. Maybe maybe the character, because what seems to be a Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But, but I feel, I feel, exactly. I feel, I feel, honestly, I feel uh, Kyrie is the strongest character. In that no, I, I just I feel, he, I feel. He has, maybe, maybe. Yes. yeah, exactly. He's he, assertive, but technically should not be. He should not. Uh, no, be I agree with I agree with you. Yeah, KD should if be the primos. Yeah, if there's one thing you cannot take against LeBron James, LeBron knows how to speak and allow you interpret or interpret what he's saying. He will come out and speak. He will speak to the press. He will speak to the media. He will speak to the coaches. And you will know where he stands with the team and the coach. And that is one thing uh, uh, Kevin Durant is lacking. Bokachi, sorry to interrupt you, but I feel yeah. we, we agree, you and I, we agreed last yeah. week that probably if James knew that in the, in the final moment of the season, Kyrie would be able to play in New York. Maybe he wouldn't have, have. He wouldn't have left. He Maybe. wouldn't have left without a doubt. Maybe. I don't think he would have left. But that is why I, I I say if Kevin Durant had come out to say as the leader of this team we have a goal because let's 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 just say call it spade what it is. The reason why the Brooklyn Nets are in the playing right now is because Kyrie okay. was not available. Uh huh. That uh -huh. is that is the long dash. Yes, we know Kevin Durant was injured at some point. But having James Harden and Kyrie available would have mitigated whatever the Brooklyn yeah, Nets are facing. Yeah, because yeah, this 100%. is just because they are seven seed, they have the opportunity to play two playing games. Otherwise, if they were the ninth and tenth seed, they play four. It, it's pretty. It's pretty much win or win or go home for them. Otherwise, I would have win said, or go home in four games. Win or <laughs> the playing is basically two games, right? No, yeah, yeah. If, if 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 they ended up on the tenth seed, you have to be the ninth seed twice. Ninth twice, yeah. Twice to be able yeah. to play to play the seven, uh, seven, seven, seven and seven, 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 eight, 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 Exactly, eight. seven. You have to be that one to twice. So 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 look at the precarious situation they have put themselves. Because what it means is a team can raise their game. The Charlotte Hornets, who are currently the tenth seed. I'm not saying they are going to beat the Nets because on paper the Nets are better, but they can play inspired basketball and just in one just game derail, and, and derail and derail the the the, the prospects of the yeah. Brooklyn Nets. Mm -hmm. So for me, that really is the biggest thing. 
how would the Philadelphia 76ers fare? Who will play the Miami Heat in the first round? And how would the Brooklyn Nets fare? I will leave Olawale and uh, Olawale to discuss the <laughs> all, all right, conference. All right, rather than leave the whole analysis to you, I'm going to ask you specific <laughs> questions. And uh, for me, my specific question will be um, in the Western Conference. Um, and in the Western Conference, the Sun, how would you rate their chances going into the playoff? Uh, that would be my number one question. And we agree, so I'm not going to ask you that again for, for the Grizzlies, what they could potentially do in the playoffs. So I'll just ask you the chances of the Suns and, of course, the Golden State Warriors if, if Steph Curry is not available for the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, as, as, as this stands today, the, the Phoenix Suns are the most consistent team in the NBA all throughout the season. What they've been able to prove with the regular season to us is that last season was not a fluke. 100%. They've won during the bubble. They've won 64 games. We wow. should note that the record number of games uh, for a season uh, is 73, which means we're just like, they are just like nine games to that record. That shows how impressive they've been. And during the time, they... Uh, some of some of their key players have been out, though at different points in time, not about the same time. So going into the playoff with the experience of last season and with the potential banana skin of the Lakers of them, I uh -huh. think they, they should fancy their chances. As for the question about the Warriors, the Warriors will need Steph Curry to have a chance in the playoff. Unfortunately, and like what I said, I, I, I remember vividly when we we're all saying, wow, at the beginning of the season, no, no way, it's a warrior, it's a Dundee. By the time they get Clay back, I said, when Clay comes back, again, chemistry, be, chemistry is going to become a, uh, an, an, an issue. issue. And which we've, we've actually seen, it's been up and down since it's back in January. So I think an injury has not really helped them to get him, Clay, Steph, and Jamon Green on the court at the same time to work on, what do you call it, on their chemistry. Uh, for Jordan Poole, it seemed to struggle playing off the, uh, off the bench, unlike when it was in the starting lineup, when it was producing those big numbers. So without Steph, they don't have, what do you call it? The teams I think we need to watch out for in the West, watch out for the Dallas Mavericks and the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Those are the teams that could be yeah. potential bananas. Bananas, yeah, yeah. In, in the I, Western I, Conference. I, I, honestly, honestly, I think we do agree about that. Um, I feel, I feel the Grizzlies will come short at a point because of experience. I, I, I strongly feel that. I stand to be corrected, anyways. But of course, but you can't take away from them the fact that mm, that's they, they are something brewing at at, at the Memphis right now. Uh, Malanke, I'm going to come to you now, and um, I, I look at the at the Bulls roster, and um, they look to have um, actually put in something together that people were not seeing at the start of the season. And um, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't believe even the uh, the panelists on this show saw it coming. We, we, we just saw, we saw talent. We saw, we saw, we saw, we saw good players, but we did, we were not able to ascertain the chemistry. How far do you think the, the, the Bulls will go? I'm not saying they're going to win the championship, but how formidable, <laughs> do, how formidable do you think they're going to be at the end of the day? 
the, 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 the power word for today is dominance. <laughs> right? That's the power word for today. Um, one of the two. Okay. When you look at the Chicago Bulls team, I think we said it earlier in the season. They brought in young players from other teams. They brought in uh, Demar DeRozan, came uh-huh. in, you know, you had um, Zach was there. Yeah. You had, um, uh, had Derek Jones. Yeah, you had, you, know, you had young Alex players. People, yeah. people that were willing and ready to dominate their area of specialization. And as the season went on, they began to churn out awesome results. They began to win games that other leagues would have expected them to throw away. And you just uh-huh. have to give it to that team. The Bulls, like you said, they might not win it, but who knows? Never say never. I see them bringing <laughs> a surprise. I guess um, unless they unless they encounter a power team in in, in the in the mode of the box, the box. I mean, yeah, they, 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 they play the Celtics first. They play the Celtics. Okay, first. Play the, Fine. okay. I, so, I, the, the, the Celtic team so is they should, not, they they should they, fancy they, their chances. They're a team that, that, that blows hot and cold, right? From far no, no, no. But, but I think uh, uh, I think a lot of things have happened to the Chicago Bulls since their very good start. Uh, Lonzo Boy is out of the season from, oh, wow. the, from the way it looks like. Um, I think injury has actually derailed their team. If they have Lonzo Ball, Alex Caruso, Caruso is um, there. Zach Lange, Caruso is there. Yeah. Nicola is I, there. I, yeah, but, there. but I think... Uh, the the Lonzo Ball, Lonzo Ball is actually the facilitator in that team. It makes it easy for the other guys. Not having him on both ends of the floor, defensively and offensively, is going to be a big miss for them. Miss if you look at their results in the past, if you look at their result in the past twenty games, they've not been really impressive, and that is why oh, wow. even uh, at the demand the rosin. Uh, M- uh, what do you call it? Uh, MVP, MVP campaign. I really just ended. Just went down. Yeah. We are without but, any. But 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 I'll 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 like I will fancy their chances against. Against, I will definitely as well. I will definitely. I I bet to fancy them. If we if we okay, that's 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 that's. You guys, you guys, you guys, if you were in the military, you will have been uh caught martial for 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 no, so no, I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not why, surprised. Why do you differ? Why do you back to differ? Let them, uh, let them right, right, right now, I think the Celtics are playing better basketball. Um, the Celtics are much they, they are a healthier team. Um, uh, they get four games um uh, in in Brooklyn, in Boston. Uh, which gives them an edge, and I think the current the current format is two 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 one. If I if I believe two two one 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 two two one one. If it's two two one one one, I fancy the Celtics to break to break the Bulls and get a game because at the tail end of this season, the Chicago Bulls consistency became on that question. Yeah, yeah. I think that consistency is what will derail their season, but it will not be a failure because this was a team. Yeah, but when I expect together, it, yeah. so to speak, hurriedly, uh-huh. the Chicago Bulls did not even know they would get their mad the Rosen. They were waiting for the Lakers to make a decision before they pitch, pitched their mark. So uh, let's see their development in year two of this project before we can assess them. For now, yeah. just making the playoffs um, and putting Chicago back 
on the map. On the map for, 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 for the first time in a very long time. All right, perfect. Thank you very much for that, Kati. And of course, uh, <laughs> Formula One looks like <laughs> looks like historically historically it, it's it's more about uh and um i i feel i needed to ask you this question kachi and um i want like a very a very in-depth answer to it are we saying it's not about the driver itself it's more about the car because i'm looking at it uh from from a layman's perspective or from a layman's lens if i'm driving a jaguar or you're driving a toyota or i drive a maserati you drive a toyota and we should go into a race i'm expected to win yes, even, even if you you're you um potentially you're better than me you're a better driver than me potentially you know, uh, are we saying this reflects on, on, on Formula One? And it's not about the fact that Lewis is the best thing after sliced bread. It's just basically good car, a uh, better car against against um, his adversaries. Um, so uh, if I have to give it a, a, in terms of percentage, I definitely would say 70% uh, is heavily tilted towards the kind of car you are and 30% uh, will go to the driver. Um, I, I will say this because, I mean, the very clear case in point is the case of uh, the younger Valtteri uh, Bottas who left Mercedes and is now in a mid-level car. I think either with the Haas, or I can't remember who he's racing for right now, or, or, or racing points. But back to your question. Right now, it is very, very obvious that the caliber of car you have determines how well your skill sets can come out. Mm. Uh, yes, it's important to be a very good driver because you can mask whatever weaknesses your car has and, and drive it to the best of its potential. But if I have a car whose maximum speed is 120 kilometers an hour, and you are driving a car with a maximum speed of 240 kilometers an hour, just for the layman out there, no matter how good I am, <laughs> yeah. on a straight, even road, yeah. all you have to do is to max, max out your acceleration and you will beat me. Uh, we've seen that coming into play here. Max Verstappen, you can argue that right now, this year, is probably a slight not better than Lewis Hamilton in terms of raw talent, not car management, not maturity, just your talent, I will give it to Max Verstappen. But the issues with Red Bull and their Honda developed power units has come to burn them and scorn them in the first three races so far. You can also argue that Ferrari, after eight years in the doldrums and in the shadows of Mercedes and, and, and Red Bull, finally got their car design right. right. And the result has been nothing short of spectacular four positions in the first three races. Wow. Yes, they didn't finish one, first in all three, but they've won two of the three races so far. Olaika um, gave a very valid point that Red Bull's issue may be due to the heat in the, in the countries they've raced so far, Australia, uh, Jeddah in Saudi Arabia, yeah. and in, in Bahrain. What these three countries are known for at this time of the Hot year is that already. they are pretty warm and that may have affected their power unit. So it, it lends credence to your argument that the car determines how you drive. It's just that a very good driver will mask 
the, the defects of the car. And that is what we have seen in Mercedes, even though they've never started in the front row this year, even though they've not qualified very well, they've not driven mm -hmm. very well, because they are pretty decent drivers. Drivers, the young they still can show Russell that. And Hamilton, they've been able to get two podium uh, so far. Oh, and wow. they sit second, both in the Drivers' Championship and in the Constructor' Championship, albeit with a big gap. But, I mean, you take what is given to you, and that's what Mercedes is doing right now. All right, perfect. Thank you very much for that, Kachi. And um, I, I really do understand more uh, with your simplification of, 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 of the analysis. Um, Alanika, I'm going to come to you. So this year, is it safe to say it's Ferrari year? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well... Uh... That might be too early to say, but however, when you look at um, when you look at um, the mindset, the, the way they are, they are they are racing now, and the mindset of Leclerc, I mean, for someone to have amassed um, for someone to have amassed the highest number of points in three races, more than um, ever, I mean, that shows someone who is on a mission. He's on mm -hmm. a mission to make sure that um, his name is written on. On the corridors of history, as someone who came, who saw, and decided to take it from the beginning. And from from historically speaking, um, I, be, I believe um, any Ferrari driver that has ever won the Grand Prix, that, that has ever won at the end of the season, always does it from a pole position, right from mm -hmm. the first, right from um, the, the first start. Race. Yeah. And so I think um, he has a very good chance of doing it. Obviously, expect um, the likes of Lewis Hamilton, Sir Lewis to come back, and expect also George Rosell, the new, should I call him the new kid on the block? <laughs> expect, expect, expect him to, to also uh, like um, put, in, put in a word or two. But at the end of the day, uh, I just, I, I always think Hamilton to take it. Well, let, me, let, 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 me, let me drop a, a little funny nugget. So I've been reading a lot of Twitter responses on the issue happening to Red Bull. And a lot of fans have been coming out to say this is karma for, on, how, uh, <laughs> on how Lewis Hamilton was cheated out, <laughs> of his, <laughs> out of his potential eight championship last year. Last but year. there are still 20 races to, to go. go. And let's not, let's not forget that most of these tracks, or most of these uh, yeah, tracks, yeah, tracks are designed, yeah. are designed to suit some cars. Yeah. So some car. races will still go to some tracks that are best suited to a Mercedes, a Mercedes engine. Uh, we know that Hungaro Rink in Austria, the Austrian Grand Prix, the, even the Canadian Grand Prix is best suited to Red Bull. So let's see how this will, uh, will twist and turn over the remaining 20 races. There okay. are two races in Italy. The, uh, there's the Italian Grand Prix in Monza, the home of Ferrari, and there's Imola as well. There's let's a long see way, if, if a long way let's see if Ferrari will still be in the mix. But I oh, think right you. now it's advantage Ferrari. And All right, per perfect. Thank you very much for that, um, uh, Kachi. Um, Olari, I want to come to you. Tiger, um, I, I know I had a little of, uh, dominated, uh, <laughs> <laughs> dominated the golf world, uh, for, for a pretty long time, uh, before his unfortunate, uh, uh divorce. Uh, psychological issue, uh, bout of injury, and the rest, right? And um, we we we've not seen him on on, on the on the golf tour for, for about a year before now. Coming back, uh, seventy eight rounds in Augusta, Kachi said he's not good enough, and that's my argument. Yeah. I'm saying yeah. I'm saying Tiger is never going to be the player that we expect him to be. 
Uh, of course. Your thought on that? How old is Tiger today? Tiger is, <laughs> in as much as golf is a sport that probably you could play into your 50s and 60s, we don't expect him to be at the same Tiger we knew in the early 2000s. 46 early years 90s, old. Early 2000s. Yes. It's 46. He has suffered, he has suffered some couple of injuries in the past, some kind of emotional issues he had. I think uh, peak was probably, his peak was before 2009, 2010. Anything he achieved after 2010 was more because of how talented he is. Hmm. I don't think he was really in his peak then. So for him to even come back after that injury last year, for the fact that he can even be on the on the what do you call it on, a golf course? Yeah. Or what do you call it? Is even is good enough? No matter how the results <laughs> or the performance is even uh, posting, I think it's not that it's not even it shouldn't be that relevant. In the scheme of things, because there was a time where even hearing that he might likely lose his two legs due to that accident. So for me, it's even more of a miracle for him to even be on the uh to be able to play golf. All so right. at this stage, I don't think we should be judging him about the performance. This is his first outing in a very big tournament. We are we expect some kind of rustiness. So I don't think all right, perfect. Should, uh, lay more emphasis on but, but, but of course, but of course, Oracle Kachi disagrees. Right, you don't agree with Olali and I on this. No, right? I'm happy that Tiger is back. All of, my argument has been that in his absence, because what you have said, yes, he dominated, and I said, oh, Tiger has been consistent. About, <laughs> however, argue that in Tiger's absence, <laughs> what has happened in the world of golf is that a lot of young stars who watched Tiger, Tiger revolutionized the sport, the, the game of golf took to the sport, they are faster, they are quicker, they are more, more techniques. I watched the science of designing a golf stick and I realized that, wow, right now, the kind of, the kind of golf club they are using to play right now gives these young stars a better edge. edge. Oh, yeah. uh, and I was telling you that in the years when Tiger was dominating, you could count on the palm of your, on, this, on your fingers how many other people we're at Tiger's level in terms of uh, uh, talent. talent, in terms of yeah. skill, yeah. you know, from, from the NELs to, to BJ Singh, to Sebi, you, you know, even Phil Mikkelsen and, and the likes. But Jackie right Fox. now, uh, right now, you can easily look at the first 20 in the ranking and say, wow, any of these 20 can win any Grand Slam right now. That is really my point. Really excited, and you can never count out Tiger. You really can't count out Tiger in any tournament he plays in. I'm only saying right now, the chances of him winning any, champ any championship has dropped significantly from when, from let's say pre-2010. All right, perfect. So, uh, I don't know where we, why we had uh, that such that long argument. Exactly where we have this kind of conclusion. <laughs> uh, so, but, but the only thing I want to add, Kachi, is if we give the same golf stick to those guys of old, right? And and this is this is my argument. Uh, I start to be corrected. Is the fact that these new guys they are par. The tiger of. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, of 2030. Heads, heads, heads and shoulders. Above these guys. I don't care what, I don't care what they are, they are leveling. I think, I think, I think I, I don't care about of this year would have dominated in the 2000s as well. What, what did you say? 
the what? Jordan Speed. The uh-huh. Jordan Speed of this year, of uh-huh. this era. Will have dominated. dominated. Let's let's take let's replace Jordan Speed with Tiger Woods in the same era. In the same he era. would have dominated. And, and, because and, and Tiger then, is not there, right? Tiger is not, was there. not there. Of course, no. I, 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 I will I'll probably agree with you on and that. My, and my probably, argument, Bebo, yeah. My argument really is that before now, golfers, people were not coming into golf until they were in their 30s, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we, they, we didn't have golf phenomenon. And, and that's really what Tiger Woods brought to the sport. Tiger was a prodigy as a teenager. And by his 21st, 22nd birthday, was already a major's champion. Wow. That wasn't happening in the world, in the game of golf before Tiger. Before Tiger. So, so you revolutionized it. Exactly. Due to his influence, a lot more younger people decided yep. to take to that sport. That's why right now, from world number one to world number 20, yeah. I don't think there's the average age will probably be 28. All right. It was not like and, that. And just to add a quick one to All right, perfect. But I still argue, I'm still going to argue with Tiger is <laughs> over and above at his peak, better than this, 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 this. this Debo, I totally agree with you. Let me just quickly keep in something because okay. uh, there was a study conducted by the University of California economist Jennifer Brown. And she found out that a lot of players, they were worse off when playing against Tiger Woods than when he wasn't in the tournament. So he had this psychological advantage over every player in his era. So hmm. that, that actually played out a lot for him. Okay. You can imagine I, they studied him. I, 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 honestly, honestly, uh, just I don't want us to flog the issue, but I, I just want to compare, I want to compare what Olanika just said now to something I experienced with, with LeBron James. Uh, there was a particular, I don't know if anybody saw it. There was a particular match that LeBron played. And after the game, immediately after the game, LeBron pointed to 25 mistakes he made in that game. He pointed to 25 that at this particular point, I did this and I did this wrong. At this particular time, I was on this side of the court. I was supposed to do this. And I didn't know. He pointed to 25 immediately. I'm like, wow. So, well, so Debra, that, on, that, on, that has been what LeBron has been known for. Everybody yeah. has known LeBron for being very, very cerebral. He remembers exactly. things. He remembers exactly. possessions. What I'm trying to say is sometimes, even in sport, and we tend to, we tend to, we tend not to see it. The level of IQ in sports is something different. Um, uh, we'll, says we'll, something we'll about agree to level of IQ in sport. I know you agree with me in that on, on this one. Level of yes. IQ in sport is very it's it's people don't see so much to it. They don't mm-hmm. they don't tend to understand it the way it should be understood in depthly. Like um I said something that an average I um central midfielder that has a very IQ. They tend to scan their environment at least seven times before they receive a pass. At least seven times, and you see that in someone like Sir Fabregas, you see something like, something like that in something like K, KD, KDB, and you see them. They don't really lose border much in Xavi. You see them scanning the environment, and Lucia Eke said something. He said, "Messi walks around the pitch to understand and study his environment on how to make his moves." I don't want to flog it anyways. 
Um, like I'm gonna come to you now. GGG fight against Murata and uh, a potential GGG Canelo match. How excited should we be? I, I like it when they punch their faces out. <laughs> I'm sorry to say that. <laughs> oh my god, Gennady Golovkin, aka Triple G. I love it when they announce it. The man from Karaganda, Kazakhstan. I love that introduction. <laughs> Um, he had been out of, um, he had been away from boxing for like 15 months. And oh, wow. Yes, and he, and he came back and it, it was a good fight against um, the, his Japanese opponent, who, who goes by the name of um, Ryota Murata. Now, it, it's, it's a very interesting matchup. Prior to this fight, GGG had the title, they had the um, title of um, a middleweight. IBF and IPO. So it was a, unific- it was a unification fight, actually. Because oh, okay. Murata, the Japanese, he was, he, was, he was the WBA super middleweight champion. Oh, wow. So it was more of like a unification fight. And so GGG had to, had to be very careful about his weight. You understand? But uh-huh. he ended up winning. But the fight proper, it was a very, it was an accomplished fight. I mean, you have the man, Triple G. 41 prior to that prior to the to the fight the fight 41 fight uh, 40 43 fights 41 defeats 37 by knockout one wow. loss and one draw wow. the loss was to the great canelo, canelo. and the draw as well was with the great canelo he came oh, in wow. against a japanese opponent who who actually won a gold medal at the olympics you know miota who stood who had a record of 16-2 and eventually he won it was it was a fight that Initially, the Japanese thought he could um, wear down G-G-G. because he had been out of the ring for a while. For a while However, Triple yeah. G is a boxer who has a lot of experience. What he does, like Canelo, that, that, that's, where, that's where they share a similarity. The first three rounds, they use it to study their opponents very well. They allow their opponent to take, the, to, to take the front foot. And by the fourth round, they begin to assert their... Their, their, their dominance. Their, their dominance. First three fight, first three rounds, the Japanese was going all out for body shots. Canelo took it by the uh, fifth G-G-G. round. By the fifth round, sorry, Gigi took it. By the fifth round, Gigi began to assert himself. And guess what? He took a punch that 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 actually <laughs> removed the mouth guard of the Japanese. Wow! It was at that point that I knew that yes, Triple G was about He's to back. start his normal routine. <laughs> and guess what? Within by the by the eighth round, it was almost over. But the ninth round, they got into an exchange. Triple G landed the right hook, and guess what? The the the, the, the trainers of the trainers of, of the of Mar- 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 Now going 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 further than that, there's already an agreement in place between Triple G, the management of Triple G, and Canelo for a fight in September. Wow. However, the fight is premised on. Canelo winning his next fight, which is a light heavyweight bout. You oh, understand? Wow. Against um, uh, a guy called Pivot. Now, it's, it's very interesting. The matchup, the ultimate matchup, I think that Canelo is going to beat him. Because when you compare the age difference, Triple G is 40. Oh. It was um, a couple of, it was 40 a couple of weeks ago. He's fighting a younger Canelo, 31. Canelo is more experienced. He has 50, 60 fights. I mean, after those 60 fights, 50, 58 have been um, wins, and, 
and his only loss so far has been to the great May- Mayflower weather. Oh. That's lost so far. Oh yeah, and yeah. The, so the... basically, it's going to be a great fight. I'm, tip- I'm, I'm tipping Canelo to win eventually. However, it was good to see Triple G back in the in the ring doing what he knows how to do best. Bait right. his opponents and take them out when the time comes. All right, perfect. Thank you very much for that one for analysis. And the the fight lost by Canelo. I know some people argue up to this day that he never lost against Floyd Mayweather. We'll go on a quick break right now. When we come back, I will tell you why I became Oracle uh, for one weekend. <laughs> Don't go anywhere, guys. Okay. Yeah, going straight into the Champions League. Um, a review of last week's Champions League, uh, where I predicted <clears throat> for the first time, for the first time in history, I predicted correctly. <laughs> I predicted correctly that Chelsea were going to be defeated. Uh, and if they were, if if Chelsea got a draw, they would be lucky. And of course, we saw individual errors of Mendy and the brilliance of Caribe's awareness and brilliance of Benzema um, taking um, the game for Real Madrid. I, I, I don't see, and Kachi, I, I know we were talking about this last week, and I told you that the Ancelotti that I know would be tactically aware of what mm-hmm. Chelsea are. And I, I know, maybe I'm a little bit too strong on Titi. I've criticized him all season. Not because he's not winning, or because he's a bad coach. But I, I, I think Chelsea could do better than what we have right now. And surprisingly for me, for that game, my uh, man of the match was actually Valverde. He neutralized the wing play, which Titi is known for. And I'm looking, what's, where's the in-game management? Kachi, I, I, I'm going to start with you. Uh... It's very difficult to come out and defend Thomas Tuchel now. Um, of course, they, they remedied whatever malaise they, they were suffering over <laughs> the last two weeks by thumping a very hapless Southampton. Uh, but to go back to your question, I think it really wasn't a case of uh, a failure by Thomas Tuchel. It really was a case of a masterpiece in tactical acumen by... by uh, the ever, ever calm Carlo Ancelotti. Um, Thomas Tuchel was our thought, um, but really because his hands were tied. Right now, um, save for the game against Southampton, his clear-cut attackers are not firing on all cylinders. Even before Timo Werner got his two goals, he kept caressing the bar and the crossbar and the post. <laughs> um, um, uh, Lukaku can not only can he not trap the ball, he doesn't even know where the goal the goal post is anymore. <laughs> um, so I really think it was a case of tactical masterclass on the part of uh, of, of uh, on the part of Ancelotti in deploying a very physical. Like you really can't take anything out of Casimiro, um, Modric, and Tony Cruz right right now. Uh, I don't know, for all Pep Guardiola has in his arsenal, for all uh, Nangaland is doing uh, in Bayern Munich, those three guys epitomize what a midfield triumphant should be. Uh, The ball was zipping, the ball was moving, there was no, I think they learned a big lesson in their defeat to Barcelona. 
and they came with that mindset to take the game to Chelsea um, and, and it paid off. Thomas Tuchel right now has his work cut out. I think their morale is down simply because they also watch the news. They know what is going on with their club. Players who have contracts expiring at the end of this season have started thinking of the next place they want to be. And I'm talking of Rudiger and the likes. And I think that is that is that is playing, playing a big part in how consistent the guys can be. But mm. that is not to take anything away from what Rema did read. The two goals, two-headed goals scored by uh, Benzema sh should be studied. How he was able <laughs> to generate power from the cross of Vinicius, uh, Vinny Jr. Yeah. And how even while still unbalanced, was able to direct uh, Modric's cross across the face of Mendy uh, is amazing. And it tells me of how, um, should I say, on point he is to know that this guy, um, uh, Mendy, was probably not top rate and he was able to snuff and, and harass him, <laughs> win the tackle. Some people said Rudiger should have collected the red card and, and, and sliced, sliced him into two pieces, um, <laughs> not to let him get that third goal. But it speaks to his presence of yeah, mind. For, for me, for I really me. want to see what UEFA would say of France football if they don't give uh, Benzema the, 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 the Ballon d'Or at the end of the season. <laughs> but uh, I think this is game set match for that game because Chelsea needs to score four goals to even dream of winning. And come on, it's only Barcelona that can do that, right? All right, perfect. Olale, uh, I'm going to come to you with the uh, Man City. So, Lali, I'm going to come to you. Atletico Madrid, uh, Man City. Uh, we projected um, Kachi and um, Sheyi agreed that Man City will win. And I felt Diego Simone will be, as always, negative with the sacrifice and want to do everything, get a go and, and close up. How how do you perceive Diego Simone on the day and his tactics? Well wasn't surprised about the way they played. Um, if you studied their game against United, um, out of the old 90 minutes, I'm sure the game was stopped, especially after they got their goal. Only, I, I, I don't know how many minutes they actually played football in that game. It was very, very <laughs> negative. Yeah. A lot of players uh, faking injuries here and there. Mm -hmm. So um, I expected them to come with their negative tactics in terms of their shape. They did that. They were my, my major concern for City, as um, flexible as Guardiola's tactics in terms of not playing with a center striker. I felt that this seemed like a day that they'll probably miss not having a center forward, and which mm -hmm. looks like that for probably most part of the first half. The um, Atletico Madrid guys were able to close down space. They were not bad in possession, but when they have the ball, I mean Atletico Madrid, they mm -hmm. hardly do anything with it. With it. It was just probably having it for the sake of having it. They are very conscious about their shape, not losing it. But uh, kudos to Guardiola with those substitutions. It came at the right time, folding with that presence of mind to mm -hmm. play in uh, uh, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin De Bruyne. And he took it very well. I think they should have gotten the second goal. I think Kevin De Bruyne should have gotten the second. There was a, there was a chance uh, Kevin, uh, Bernardo Silva laid for him, which I think should have done better. Um, going into the second leg, yeah, 1-0. But I think it's 1-0 it's is quite is better for City than them 
playing, playing zero zero. So they are. It's now on Atletico Madrid to come out and uh, try to do something. Win the game because as it stands, they are not going through unless they win by two goals margin. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. even if they win by two one or three one, since there is no the way goes through now, they will still have to go into extra time. Uh-huh. So which for me, I think at this point, as long as Guardiola doesn't overthink it. As long as they manage the game very well, I think it's a done deal for Man City. Done deal for Man City. All right, perfect. And of course, to the short game, uh, Bayern lost against Villarreal. Um, and of course, as expected, Liverpool defeated uh, Benfica uh, 3-1. So, no shock, but the shock is Villarreal versus Bayern Munich. Like, uh, <sighs> nobody saw it coming, honestly. Well, I even captained Lewandowski on my SCL team. So... <laughs> <laughs> that was how no. convinced I was that Bayern would I mean, I mean, this this is on 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 paper. Proud to the proud to the match. A lot of people would have written would have written off Villarreal, but I mean, when you look at the the, the setup of the Bayern team, I think Julian Nagelsmann he got it wrong this time around. I mean, he's always getting it wrong. That's his he got, he got it wrong, and that might be the starting of. The collapse of the great unit that we call Bayern Munich. In in against a, a wheelie opponent like Villarreal, he opted to use um, the young James um, Jamal Musiala instead of the experienced Goretzka. He decided to use um, Diot um, Opamecano, the the guy from Lisbon, instead of um, instead of Nicolas Sule, who, sure. who, who understands the game. And the most shocking one to me was. Deciding to put Tanabri um, ahead of uh, Lorasani, he totally, he totally mixed up the team. I mean, he totally changed the team that played the previous um, league match, and he, he paid for it. And he paid for it. And also Kingsley Coman, who says that he doesn't like playing on the right, he said he prefers the left so that he can cut in. Julian refused to use him on the right and on the left and put him in the right. So the team was disjointed going into that match. And I mean, against a team, a team like Villarreal, who you know does not really have a star player, but they have a team. And that's one of the key, that's one of the key, key assets of most Spanish club sides, the team spirit. I mean, Barcelona did during the era of Xavi Nesta. And and they paid off, they they they, they paid for it. I mean. All right. It was a terrible. It was a terrible performance. And going into the second leg, yeah, I'll take, I, I, I was about to say that. Let me start taking the predictions right now, and let me okay. see who, who 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 is the best. Um, I want to start with you, Bayern versus Villarreal. I'm predicting. I'm predicting. Sorry, did I say predicting? I'm predicting for nil for Bayern Munich against Villarreal. For like a three nil. In Germany, Alales Arena. If if Villarreal plays the discipline. Soccer they played last week, and Junior Langsman, the Bayern coach, refuses to to revert the players that to their normal position. If he decides to use the same team yeah. that he used in the first leg, it will be a draw or a shock win for for Villarreal. Yeah. what about you? Yeah, um, Villarreal were very impressive in the first leg. I was very shocked about um, the their results. performance. I, 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 I think they should be a bit uh, 
they should be a bit worried because I they, they should have got a couple of goals more than one. Considering how open the game were, uh, Bayern could have having, they could have probably got a case of uh, they could have probably made their case that them to add some couple of chances. But going to the second leg, uh, Bayern should make some. I, I think they will make some correction. It's going to be tricky. Uh, <laughs> I think Bayern will go into extra time. Oh wow! Um, yeah, I think they will win by three one. All right, perfect. Uh, what about you, Kachi? So I think um, 90 minutes, it will be 2-1 Bayern. The game will go into extra time, and then Bayern would win it, at ultimately 4-1. All right, perfect. Um, Kashi, I want to stay with you. Real Madrid versus Chelsea. Um, <laughs> what I know, I don't know what this color will be, but I know Madrid will go through. <laughs> Kashi, what yeah, about you? <laughs> I know that as well, but I think Chelsea will come out to play uh, nothing-to-lose type of football and make a game of it. We'll probably will see a high-scoring game, but I'll give it to uh, Real Madrid 3-2 on the night. All right. Uh, Ali, what about you? Well, one thing we should uh, probably uh, have at the back of our mind is why I will not rule out Chelsea completely is because of there is no away goals rule. Uh-huh. If there were going to be away goals rule, Chelsea probably need to win by three goals to nothing to go through. Mm-hmm. If, they could, if they could win by 2-0... Two, two, yeah. They can take it to extra time penalty. Can they win by 2-0? Of course, it is possible. Are they going to do it? I know that thing entirely. Uh, I think Mendy messed up the whole uh, first leg, first leg. For, uh, for them because I, the second half could have been a different ball game. But as it stands, with Madrid knowing that what they need was just to avoid losing by two goals in order to go through, um, probably mm, I would probably look Towards, I'll probably have to move towards a 1 1 draw. Okay. All right. Perfect. Uh, what about you? Um, I think um, Chelsea, they should have reserved three of the goals they scored over the weekend. <laughs> they should have reserved it for tomorrow uh, for the match against Real Madrid. Again, again, the, all the financial issues as well as um, on the, the team play on settlement has affected them from January. They've not been played. I see Real Madrid beating them 2 0. 2 0. All right. Real Madrid, uh, Real Madrid so is winning. You see, you see 2 0 as well. <clears throat> okay. How about you, seen, What's your score like? Ah, uh, for me, I'm, I'll, keeping, I'll, I'm keeping tabs. I'm I'll, keeping I'll, tabs I'll this say, time around. I think it's, I think it's going to be a draw. I think it's going to be a draw. Um, for Liverpool versus Lisbon, Kachi. For me, for me, it's going to be, it's going to be an actual. I don't know, I don't know which you want me to talk. Yes. I was, I said actual uh, new. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Liverpool will, I won't say they will post, I think Lisbon will try, uh, they will want to make a game of it, but that attempt would further expose them. I think it will end in the same scoreline as it was in Lisbon, 3-1 Liverpool. All right, Ali, what about you? I think for Liverpool, their problem will be how to approach the game, which was the same problem they had against Inter Milan. I think there is this arrogance about staying true to who we are. They want to approach every game the same way when probably there's no need to do. I expect them to come, uh, to preserve a little bit of energy. I don't expect them to be all out into the game. So probably two late goals in the second half should be able to do it. All right, perfect. What about you, Olaiga? Okay. In, fr- in the first leg, the first half belonged to Liverpool while Benfica came back, they came out in the second half. And I think maybe it was because Liverpool had an eye on the weekend crack against City. Going into the second leg, I see um, Klopp unleashing 
Diaz and um, Jota on on Benfica, <laughs> and I see a I see the goal fees four zero minimum. Liverpool. Mm. Four zero. You shouldn't have asked for like this question. <laughs> Like I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with you. Atletico Madrid versus Manchester City. Uh what do you think is gonna happen? Very dicey, very dicey. Although Atletico lost over the weekend, it was away. Uh, it, it's a dicey one. I see I see Atletico winning 2-1. That would take the match. Oh, on what basis? Wait, now oh, is is your, is your, is your opinion now? Why are you attacking him? No, Debo, like I want to chat as in. We know they've been blowing hot and cold, but let's go, Madrid. So, so you see two one. Okay, not, wait. Like I see, nah. like I see two one. Then after the extra time, what's going to happen? After United, my just score. Regulation time two one. After you know, City might just score a goal and qualify. All right. Ola Ali, what about you? 2 0 City. No need to analyze. 2 0 okay. City. <laughs> Kachi, what about, what about you? 1 2 in favor of City. 1 2 in favor of City. Okay. I see the same yeah. score line um, for, for, for the same uh, 1 0 again for City. Uh, Atletico is going to be negative, man. City. And Liverpool, Lisbon, you did not give me your score line. I said 2 0. Two nil. Two nil in favor of Liverpool. Of Liverpool, of course. Of course. Two nil in favor of uh, Liverpool. And of course, in the Europa League, uh, we had a uh, couple of games in the Europa League as well. Uh, just a rundown of the games. RBLSB played a 1 1 draw against Atlanta. Frankfurt uh, played a 1, even though with, with a 1 man down, they played 1 1 against Barcelona. West Ham, 1 man down as well. Uh, played a 1 1 draw against um, Lyon. Uh, while Braga defeated uh, Rangers 1 0. Uh, for the uh, the reverse fixture, uh, Kachi, Atlanta versus RBLSB. First, first, first game was 1 1. Would you favor to win in this one? Um, I favor RB Leipzig simply because Atlanta has been blowing hot and cold. Yes, they are playing at home, but that doesn't give them an advantage. I think Atalanta will do will do a smash smash and grab uh, and smash them two one in favor of uh, Leipzig. Let's be, okay. Uh, what about your Lali? Uh, Atlanta to win two one. Atlanta to win two one. What about you, um, Alanga? Uh, I go with catch on this one. Let's be to win two nil for me. Okay, for me, I'm, I think Atlanta was is gonna win two nil. Uh, Zapata getting on this. Go, go, go scoring chart if he's not injured. Uh, Barcelona versus uh, versus Frankfurt. Alainka, quickly. Barcelona to win. 2-0. Two 2-0. Nil. Two nil. They're Ola... better by the day. Ola Ali, what about you? 3-0 uh, Barcelona. 3-0 Barcelona. Wow. Abameyang might just win. Ah, finally. Win a trophy, finally. An European <laughs> trophy. <laughs> Kachi, what about you? Uh, I can't bet against Barcelona right now at the point they are in. I'll give it to Barcelona 3-1. Okay, uh, me, I'll give it to Barcelona as well, simply because of Aubameyang, and I'll say 3-1 as well. Uh, Rangers versus Braga at home in Scotland. Catch you. Ah, hmm. <laughs> that crowd, that crowd at Ibrox is, they are, they are they are like the 12th man simply because of that. They will drown out the Braga team. I'll give it to Rangers. I can't give a scoreline, but Rangers to qualify. 
Okay, Alani, what about you? Rangers Braga? I, I wanted Rangers to qualify. I agree with Kachi about the crowd at Ibrox. At least you can't compare them with the LTR crowd. <laughs> they are rich. You can't uh, blame them. They are rich. You can't uh, so, uh, but I, I can't bet against that Portuguese side. I think the crowd will do their work early on, but I just think Braga will do enough to get so a draw in that game. All right, Allah, uh, Malaika. The first leg, however, Rangers play very well, and um, Bassi, our, our our boy Bassi, play very well as well. Come on, please don't mention that guy's name. Don't mention that guy's name, please. I beg you. I see, I see Rangers winning, winning. Rangers might win. They're going to win three one. Okay, perfect. I I, I go with Braga, one hundred percent. Um, Leon versus West Ham, um, mm. at home in France. Um, Malaika. Yeah, um, West Ham, they were playing very well until they got the red, red card. They even scored a, the, their goal after the red card. West Ham is going to shock them. They're going to shock Leon in, in France. <laughs> West Ham to win. I, I like the way, I like the confidence of like how you say these things. <laughs> Ola Ali, what about you? Uh, Leon, West Ham. Uh, I think it was unfortunate they got that red card. Okay. Uh, it just, it's just going to be a very close game. I just think... Leon might just have the home advantage and just have, to have the game beyond the West Ham 2 1. 2 1. What about you, um, Kati? Uh, yeah, I think this is where uh, David Moyes' European uh, Renaissance <laughs> ends and Leon will make it to the semi final. All right, perfect. For me, I'll say Leon as well. Uh, because of nothing else other than the quality um, in the Leon squad. And uh, to the Europa Conference, uh, Mr. Morillo lost away from home 2 1. He complained about the pitch. Um, reverse feature in Rome. Kachi, do you think Roma is going to do it against um, Bordeaux? Bordeaux slash. Uh, yes, I definitely think they can. Um, Tammy Abraham has, is under a new lease of life. Um, Trying to remember your boy who came from uh, Manu to Arsenal to Roma. Uh, Ma Eric Mikritayan. Mikritayan. and their tandem has been very, very good. Yes, it may not be reflecting in the Syria standing, but between Tammy and uh, Henrik Mikritayan, I think they would have enough uh, to, to, fire, to, to, fire them, to fire them. Okay, all right, perfect. Yeah. Um, Alale, what about you? You think Roma is going to qualify? Of course, Mourinho is a serial winner. He's going to get the job done. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Malanka, what about you? Oh, well, I hope, hope Mourinho doesn't complain about the the air in the second level. <laughs> but I see, I see Roman winning. I see them winning. All, I think right. winning 2 0. Two -nil. All right, perfect. And at the first leg, um, Fernand played 3 3 against Slavia Prague. I um, I told Kachi and Shay last week, I said, <laughs> Don't don't mess with this Slavia Prague. Uh, but it, it, this is gonna be in Prague now. Uh Alaika. Feyenoord versus Slavia Prague. Oh. <laughs> well, ever since Feyenoord lost their key player to PSV, I think it was PSV or Ajax. I, I can't remember his name. They've been they've been they've been on the downward slide. Slavia, Slavia to take it, to take it. Due to my advantage. Okay, Alaika. Wow, Lali, that's audacious. One zero Slavia. One zero Slavia. Kachi, what about you? I think they are still evenly poised, evenly matched as well. It will go two two extra time Slavia to win. 
All right, perfect. I feel Slavia is going to win during the regulation time. Yeah. Guys. Um, to to I I I wish I want I to wish. see extra time games this week. I, I I'm love, working I, from home, so I want to see a lot of Europe. I, I love I love I love Goza, but no, this this I think this is the end. Um, and Le- uh, Leicester City versus PSV and Dublin. Um, one uh, zero zero in the first in the first leg in England. They're going to Holland right now. I don't see them winning. Um, I see them going out right now. I think PSV is going to win. Kachi, do you agree with me? Or what's your own I think opinion? so too. Um, Leicester has been very, very inconsistent. They've not been able to get wins away from home. And in the knockout phases, it becomes a lot more difficult. So yeah, final to get um, PSV is going to get this. All right, perfect. Olali, what about you? Yeah, um, 2-1 PSV. 2-1 PSV to win? Oh, nice. Yes. Um, Alainka, what about you? Quickly. Ever since Jamie Vardy got injured, Leicester's been playing well. Tillemans has been on and off. PSV to win. 2 nil. All right. All right. Uh, Marcel Vassos, uh, P-O-K-F-C, Barcelona of Greece. Alainka. Uh, Marcel Marseille. won the first leg, 2-1. So Marcel to-, to win the second leg, 3 nil. Oh. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, uh, I think it's going to end with 2 2 draw. And Marcel will advance. All right, perfect. Semi-final. Catchy. I have to admit, I've not watched both teams play, so I'm only going to do this. But, but so you did not, did not see that goal. I'll send you the that one. That goal, that that goal by not, the Paye. I'm going to send it I've to not, you. I've not, I've not seen the goal, but I will not use the basis of that goal to decide. However, <laughs> I, like I still that. think, I still think. I still think and believe that Marcel will sneak through. Okay, the odd goal. they have two. They have two from. They have two Arsenal guys. They have Marcel Gendouzi and Salim. I'm not an Arsenal fan. Why are you telling me? No, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying what. what, 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 what ladies and gentlemen, what is my concern? I'm, I'm, I'm just Marcel saying why, why, players. why. Why I think they will win. <laughs> <laughs> all right perfect thank you very much guys for that and of course to the premier league and i'm going to start with i i'm going to start with no other game but the man city versus liverpool game um everybody was looking forward to it most people most neutral wanted liverpool to win because we want the league to be a little bit uh more competitive. Um, Alali already said there's no dominance, but all I can see, I'm looking right, left, and center. I'm seeing dominance by Sarri Pabucadilla, especially if he wins this league again. Um, exactly, especially if he wins. But if he, he doesn't win, win it's not yet a dominance. Exactly, exactly. But I think he's going to win anyways. At the back <laughs> I of this game. Alali, I want to start with you. I'm not going to, um, Alali, you can help me mute yourself because I'm not going to ask you any questions. Um, Alali, <laughs> What what do you see from the game? I'm going to tell you what I saw. What I saw is Bernardo Silva being the best midfielder this week. That's okay. what I saw. Now, what I well before the game, I was trying to project what could actually happen, and not probably uh, allowing my bias to get into place like what I want, what I, what I wanted. I couldn't actually see beyond a draw, honestly speaking. If there was going to be a, a win in that game, I was like, it will likely be City. City. And eventually, I think City looks more like the team that could have won the game, especially based on their first half performance. Uh-huh. But what I saw majorly was two teams, two, two teams, two arrogant, and two, what we like on this, two, um, uh, 
uh, uh, sure, sure too lawyer. Abilities. I think too lawyer, too lawyer to their style, to their style philosophy and the style of play. Too arrogant. Both teams considered goals. I think they should have considered. Alexander Arnold was caught out of position a lot of times because of the way both teams play, pressing themselves high in the midfield, leaving too much gaps at the back. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of uh, balls uh, over the defense that caused, Liverpool, that caused Liverpool a lot of problems. And for City too, between Laporte and Stones, for many occasions, even though Liverpool couldn't explore it many times, there were too, there were too many gaps between the two of them. So kudos to uh, Liverpool for getting that draw. I don't see them beyond. Uh, I don't see them actually getting anything beyond that. For for Man City, I think towards the end of the game, they be, they were a bit content with the draw. Uh, the last 15 minutes wasn't really. There was not Exciting. much of energy. I think a lot of the, both both teams have actually exhausted uh, exhausted themselves more in, in the first half. So it's a fair result on the balance of play. It's now probably uh, who is going to probably drop the points against the unexpected team. Based on the fixtures, everything is pointing at City winning, but something tells me they see a 0-0 draw along the line for Man City. Okay. All right. Perfect. Um, Kachi? I, I, I understand. I agree with Alawali with what he said. I love his analysis. I love Alawali and he knows that. But, but I don't know why I feel Bernardo Silva is out of this world. Akachi, uh, this is why, why I said I feel Bernardo, I'm going to say it in the hush tone, I feel Bernardo is a 10. And for some, for some reason, he was orchestrating things from the middle, from right in front of the defense. Debo, before you go on, please, what yeah. you just said is one of the reasons I think we don't give Guardiola enough credit. We yeah. look more about the money he has spent. Most of the guys Guardiola used today Kevin De Bruyne, for the most of his career, when he even excelled in Wolfsburg, he played a, more as a 10, the, 10 yeah. or a winger. Yeah. When he plays in the middle, he's play, he played naturally as a 10. David Silva has never played as a CM throughout his career. The first day I saw Guardiola playing David Silva, I said, energy mm -hmm. is going to be their problem. But he has successfully turned most number 10s, wingers, to CM in order to play his 4-4-3 rather than playing a 4-2-3-1. Kachi. And I think that's a lot of kudos to him. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I really don't <laughs> have anything contrary. I guess for me, uh, before you can call him, you can argue that, yes, he's the best in the league because he doesn't it's replicate this. Week. this. I'm trying to be conservative. He doesn't replicate this, this when he plays for the Selecao in Portugal. Um, <laughs> Did but they have a I get... <laughs> But uh, uh, but you can have you have to give credit to to Pep Guardiola because we knock this man when he overthinks and messes up the Champions League. So when he does something right, you also need to give him credit. And I think he deserves 100%, 100%. over the over the course of the game. I believe that at the at the end of the first half, Klopp would have been wondering, asking himself what was going on with his team, and that by the first ten minutes of the second half, it would have been Guardiola asking himself. When are we going to take back the initiative? Because it looked like Liverpool took hold of the initiative in the early stages of the game. At the end of it all, I think both coaches will be happy with the 1 1 draw, um, especially because Man City now knows that they control their destiny. Mm -hmm. Although, based on their fixtures, if there is a Wolves 
Wolverhampton somewhere in the remaining seven games. Please, ladies and gentlemen, circle that game. That is a potential banana skill, a banana for, peel for, game for, for Manchester for City. Uh, Kachi, there's a game you're not looking at. There are two games I think City should be wary of, and that will be their last two games. Uh, number one, uh, West Ham United. I don't, I, I'm not sure if that game is at home or away, but I think they need to be wary of that game. It's a very potential game they could drop. Um, and I think they should be wary of what do you call it? Um, Aston Villa. Aston Villa. Aston. Because Gerard might probably just want to do his team, uh, his old team a favor. <laughs> it could be the that could be the story of the league. Gerard winning the league for Liverpool at the end of the day. Especially after he slipped and fell and in 2004. I'm not going to ask you anything now. I'm not asking you anything. Don't ask you to say something now. You are not allowed to say anything on this particular topic. Because I'm pretty sure you're going to say Liverpool is supposed to be 4 deal and No, no. To me, okay, to me, ahead. to ahead. me, it was it was more of two points dropped by Liverpool. Yeah. No. I mean, hold on. I'm going somewhere. When you look at the formation, four three three, we 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 match each, each other up evenly. I mean, the two teams match each other. And when you look at the combination, the moment I saw that Ruben Diaz was not in the squad, I was so happy. I was like, oh, John Stones, Laporte, they are always lacking pace at the point in time. Not just pace, they also they also let go of their concentration a lot of times. However, I was a little bit wary when I saw that he started with Jota. Don't crucify me. Jota to me is an intelligent is an intelligent player, but he's more of an impact player in matches like this. He's someone that can unlock defenses. So I thought he would have he would have started with the normal Mane, yes. Firmino, Salah, okay. and bring him two intelligent players in Jota and Dev. And however, it, it, it was the other way around. And talking about Bernardo Silva, he was deployed on the left side for a particular reason, his intelligence. And it, it, it was revealed in the course of the game. I don't understand that guy. That guy is Samuel. Uh, I think you guys were lucky to get a draw. They were, they, oh, of course, no, ev- everybody no, was. Kachi, do you agree to? They were lucky to get a draw. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were just lucky to get a draw. That's not the truth. All, all we had married her to do was throw down very well. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They were just lucky to get a draw. And that equalizer, if that man equalizer he didn't come around that first five minutes of the second half, City could have taking control of the well, game. All right, that all right, Prophet, don't, don't let us waste time on that. We have just about 10 minutes left to go. Newcastle continued their good run, defeated Abubahamti, Chris Wood, and with the goal, who says money is not good? Uh, Manchester United, Manchester United, <laughs> I don't understand what's wrong with United. Everybody Can we not talk United about United this week? Let's, let's, give the, let's give United fans a break okay. and not talk about United. One, one new Everton defeated United. Uh, Chelsea <laughs> away from home defeated Southampton. Six new. Uh, Leeds United defeated Watford. Uh, three new. Brighton and Hove did a wonderful one away from home against Arsenal. Winning 2-1. Tottenham was poor. Um, I told you guys last week. 
I told you Spurs might just need the fourth position. And I'm looking at it and I see if I did not even know Thomas Partey was going to get injured. And Arsenal will lose two games within within six or seven days. Um defeated um Aston Villa 4-0. Leicester City won against Crystal Palace 2-1. Uh Norwich defeated Burnley. <laughs> Uh, two new Bradford against West Ham, two new as well. City versus Liverpool, two two. But Ali, yes, my question, and um, I know it seemed like I'm on the other side. I'm like, um, um, what's this guy's name? I, I've forgotten his name, I don't even want to remember his name because I don't want to be like him. Uh, but but the truth is, but the truth is, I've crucified, I've spoken about Ateta over and over again. I don't want to talk about his tactical ineptitude against um against Brighton and all, but I want to talk about the fact that maybe, maybe, and I want you to give a little bit of analysis to this. Maybe if he was a little bit better in man management and had kept a close knit within the team, haven't sent some some guys away based on whatever bias he had against them or for for the players he had. Maybe Arsenal could have done a little bit better against a Brighton, a goal shy Brighton and Love. This Brighton and Love, for all their good or sport, don't score, you know. And and on the, on the day, Mapa was I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name pretty well. Malpe, 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 the guy from um, Zambia or Zimbabwe, Zambia. Was was excellent on the night. But but what do you think about the things Ateta himself did wrong in terms of man management? Because uh, the, the, well, the team lacks depth. That I think that's the problem right well, now. I, yeah, I think well, I, I don't want to uh, be someone that wants to react to what do you call it to results. But looking at it, I think it was a gamble uh, going into the later stretch of the season after January with a very thin squad. I think because okay, Arsenal were knocked out of the FA Cup very early on in January. They were not in the Carabao. So they felt it was probably only the league they had to play. But if you look at it, uh, what's the other guy's name? Nketiah, what's his name? We've yeah. not really been seeing him playing, even in games where, where Arsenal were more comfortable. I think where he got it wrong is most of the guys he drafted in to take position of those guys that were injured, where they've not been really playing well. And mm-hmm. they've not been given enough playing time. So yeah. it's a bit strange on them. I, I, I think it took the gamble. And for me, we should have like probably managed his squad better. Like the guys he sent on loan, the um uh, Abumayang that went away. I know he had issues with them. Uh if you have look at this is uh, uh the history of the team, the chance of us like signing somebody in January, you know is always very slim. You could have managed the squad deal because. You know, immediately there is a there is injury, there is an injury to any of those a key, player. key players. Probably the only person that has an adequate replacement is uh Martinelli Smithro, Pepe Saka. I even the Pepe, we've not been seeing much of him. So it's a problem. And there's something about players' confidence. If you bring it, if a player is actually or what do you call it, a French player, but you give him 20 minutes here and there, not until <laughs> another player is injured. Well, not on the other player is injured. By the time you put him when someone is injured, there is a bit of psychological thing Ola, about... Uh, Ola, Ola, sorry to cut you short. Pepe, when Pepe came in, in that game, Pepe was annoyed. You can see it visibly on his face. Like, what do you want so, me to do? 
We are too new down. Exactly. What do you want so me to those do? are the issues. I think uh, uh what Lacazette has gone one thousand minutes without scoring. <laughs> we all know that Lacazette <laughs> is not a reliable scorer. We know he's not a reliable scorer. So if at this stage, I think Ateta will just have to Ateta and the board will just have to accept whatever they have in front of them. The, the match against Chelsea is a most win. Uh, uh, it's away from <laughs> home. And the match against Spurs at the, the Tottenham Stadium is a must win. <laughs> at this stage, they don't have any other choice. And, but, but both of us said that they will not win those games. So, so, so Asaka, Asaka settled it's for winnable. It's winnable. It's okay. actually winnable. Oh, without Omos Pate, it's not winnable. That's just the truth. Without Pate, Omos Pate out. I don't, I, I'm not sure Pate will play for the next two or three weeks. I'm not sure. Oh, that's tell going you, to be the major issue. Kretel is out for the rest of the season. So, so, so it doesn't look so bright on the next side of North London. <laughs> um, catching uh, <laughs> to the Italian running. Um, Inter Milan won. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to I'm trying to get the results. Inter Milan won two 0 Um, against um Alas Verona. Uh, Empoli zero zero against Persia. Uh, Juve two one against uh Cagliari. And of course, Milan, Milan, Milan decided to play a new new draw against Torino. While Napoli lost at home against Fiorentina, and uh, Roma are gradually coming back a little bit. The one um, having fought to an early, um, early, early, um, f- f- they felt early behind. Sorry, um, I'm sure my English is not correct, but you guys understand what I'm saying. What did, did win 2 1 against uh, Satalana, and of course, in the standing right now. Milan 68 points, Inter 66, Napoli still on 66, um, Juve 62. Inter has one matter standing. Yeah, and Roma 59. Milan, you guys decided not to take your chance today because uh, it would have uh, helped you to open a little bit of more gap on, on this. Not just, not, just, not just today, even in the game against Bologna midweek, um, Milan potentially dropped four points uh, that could have helped them. Um, they just can't score right now. It looks like Inter's lead to to win, uh, but we'll see how it goes. I mean, a game in hand is not confirmed three points, so let that be. Let that be put out there. All right, perfect. Uh, so so uh, Olaika, potentially we. See, I'm looking at UB. UB has 62 points. Um, they are just four points behind Napoli. So mathematically. Mathematically, Juve can still win the league. Where do you think Juve would um, would uh, be at the end of the season? Come me. This we have just six games left. Juve, uh, they 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 they've not played too well this season. Yeah, and um, they've not played too well. I think uh, they just need to. Their setup hasn't been too fantastic. You know, in Europe, they they they've been so lethargic in their Teamwork in their team play. However, at the end of the season, mm-hmm. I just see them. I see them nicking the fourth spot. They might just stay strong on it. They have five points off Roma, and like you yeah. said, six matches, eighteen points. Anything could happen. But I see Juve. I, I see them maintaining that fourth, that fourth spot for sure. at the minimum. All right. Um, Kachi, what about you? Do you think Juve might just sneak Napoli? I, I, uh, I don't know. I'm looking at their fixtures. No. They have Bologna, uh, Sao Sulu, uh, Venezia, 
don't bother, don't bother about the pictures. Allegri has not has not wielded his magic wand here. Um, I think Juve's renaissance is a little too late. Um, Napoli will not drop that many points, and uh, Juve is actually more inconsistent than Napoli is. Napoli will snatch up third. Uh, Juve will consolidate fourth because Atalanta is snapping at their heels. Uh, Roma has moved up to fifth. Yeah. And their, 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 their uh, target will be secure fourth position, which is still Champions League football, instead of trying to fight for third right now. Third. Okay. Uh, All right. Perfect. <laughs> I don't know, but Kachi, write it down. I think Juve would finish third. Something just tells me. I'm looking at Napoli's fixture. They have Roma, Empoli, mm-hmm. Sassuolo, Torino away from Mom, uh, Hierona, and Spezia. I, I don't know. I, yeah, just feel, I just feel so. I, I don't know what makes me think like that. Anyways, to the Spanish La Liga, uh, the, the good run of Peric, Aubameyang, and the combination with Osman Dembele continued over the weekend. Winning 3-2 three, three, away from Mom again. So Osasuna, uh, uh, Barcelona continued their good run of form. 3-2 against uh, Levante. Uh, Real Sociedad uh, won away from home against LJ 2-1. Of course, uh, Espanyol defeated uh, Santa Vigo 1-0. Osasuna defeated Alves 1-0. Cadiz lost at Thomas Ijoa uh, 2-1. Atletico... I don't know what happened. Uh, they lost against Mallorca 1-0. Villarreal played a 1-1 draw against uh, Atletico Bilbao. Athletic Bilbao. And of course, Real Madrid uh, won their derby against Getafe um, 2-0. Um, that's the wrap. And that's the show for today. Thank you very much, guys, for staying tuned with us. Until uh, we see you again next week, uh, don't stop supporting sports. Have a good one. Rest, rest in peace to the young quarterback who passed away uh, over the weekend, wow. uh, Dwayne Haskins, who was hit by a truck. He was only 24 years old. May so continue to rest in peace. Amen. Nice. All right, guys. Have a great weekend, guys. Yeah, bye.